Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom, and welcome to another episode of the Justine Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about relationships and the right way to enter them, the right way to start them, the right way to have a longevity within your relationship, and the process it takes to actually getting into one. Um, A lot of us, you know, we kind of got it fucked up, you know, we skip steps, you know, we exchange numbers, then we start fucking, and then... You know, we're like, why didn't it work? What is wrong with me? Maybe I just can't find the one. No, no. The one is out there. The one is out there. Matter of fact, there's multiple ones out there. You feel what I'm saying? We just have to truly understand what it is about relationships that make them work, that make them viable. You know, um, this is... It's not something that should be taken lightly, but it's also something that, you know, <laughs> my bad, I was in my, uh, I was in my uh, radio personality voice and shit, but you know, it's also something that we, um, we never learned. Um, nobody took the time to truly break down, you know, the, the steps of getting into a relationship and how to involve yourself in one correctly. Um, and I think it's because, you know, a lot of times there's that it's almost like playing it's almost like learning how to play spades in the black community like there's like a a finite window when you're permitted to learn and when you're just supposed to know <laughs> you feel what i'm saying and nobody takes the time in between like when we cause when we play spades and shit like either you know how to play or you don't like there's no teaching like just learn you feel me it's like yo you can't believe you don't know how to play spades but it's like we never say I can't believe you don't teach me about a place based but whatever so it's like that with relationships too you know what I mean it's like when we're young and we naturally have that you know attraction to whoever you know nobody teaches us how to have a viable one you know it's oh, oh you're too young for this you're too young for that and it's like when it's time to quote unquote start dating what happens is that we just go on dates you know we know how to go out and we're just permitted to. And at that point, it's just like, yo, what rights of passage did you have? What did you go through to know how to do this shit successfully? You know, granted, we we look at, you know, quote unquote, prominent figures and prominent relationships and we hashtag those as goals. But, you know, we're only looking at the aftermath and all of the other shit. So we're not really taking the, the full gamut and uh, everything else that goes into it. So it's like, if we're not doing that, successfully we'll never have successful relationships and because we've never learned how to do this shit we can't we, we just you know relationships too many times are fucking try and fail and most of the time it's fail <laughs> and it's not it's like yeah you'll learn but I, I feel personally like you shouldn't have to learn 30 40 years in how to be in a relationship not only be in one I'm not even gonna talk about being in one we're talking about just how to get into one you know, everybody wants to just, okay, I want to be in this relationship, be with someone, but nobody really wants to discuss how to get into the motherfucker, you know, successfully to know, you know, hey, you know what? I should be in a relationship with you because this makes sense now. You know what I mean? Relationships aren't about just, you know, being with somebody. It's about what makes sense being with somebody. It's who makes sense to you, who makes sense to your soul, who makes sense to your mind, and then who makes sense to your body. We got it all fucked. <laughs> but um before I dive heavy into it, you already know 
Be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore just underscore seen underscore. Be sure to follow the podcast at the Just Seen Podcast. Be sure to follow the merchandise. Um, I have new designs coming real soon at the Just at Just Seen's merch. Um, if you're looking to transition to the plant-based lifestyle, be sure to follow the 90-day vegan course. And you can also check out the book Hitting and Raw, Living the Raw Plant-Based Lifestyle for Life. Also, be sure to get my book, So Frail, A Reality to Black Male Masculinity and So Frail to Toxic Femininity. I also accept donations and tips as well as sponsorship and support. It is all found in the link of the description of your podcast. And if you are unable to see it there, because sometimes these podcast channels be bullshitting with me and they don't add everything that I tell them to add. You can uh, find it on my main hub, um, my main anchor um, podcast station, and you can get it directly there. Uh, So with that being said, we're going to take a quick break. And when we return, we will be talking about relationships, the right way to start. Oh, yeah. And don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There, you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add the So Frail series to your library? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the market for serious trading and investing? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You ever want to just chat with Seen about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSeen.com. So just take a quick peek into my world and see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. You will never see it unless you visit IamJustSeen.com. <laughs> I don't know why I put that, that radio personality voice on the shit. I'm going to stop though. I'm going to stop. Unless it just flows and shit. <laughs> no, nah, my bad. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, let's dive straight into it. <laughs> All right. Let's dive straight into it. All right. So relationships, the right way to start, right? Okay. First off, one thing is terminology, right? One thing that we don't do anymore that I've observed that we used to do in the past. And I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I'm young. I'm in my 20s still. I'm on the last year of my 20s. So it's like, how you know about shit from this? Like, yo, I'm an old soul, bro. Like, shit, I just know. Okay. But anyway, there was a time in the past when we used to uh, actually court, do this thing called courting. Um, nowadays, it's, you know, people try to make it synonymous with uh, with dating. But courting is the, courting is the whole process that you go through in order to know that you should be in a relationship with this person. You feel what I'm saying? Not dating, not like dating is a function of courting. It is a piece of courting. I discuss where it falls into that, right? But there's a sequence of things, sequence of events that must transpire before you can say, hey, I could be in a relationship with you, right? But rather than courting, what we do is, you know, we interrogate. We interrogate to see if this motherfucker can check off if we can check off certain lists, certain things on our list about this motherfucker. And then in, in regards to that, our, our list is a lot of times very, very shallow. It's very, very shallow and it's um empty. You feel what I'm saying? It's a lot of surface shit, you know? And, you know, I keep talking about this on a regular basis. Like, it's it's a matter of tolerance. 
versus love and you know getting to falling in love with somebody and i don't feel like we should fall i feel like we should rise but i'm gonna use i'll use interchangeably falling in love because that's what's normal that's what's you know common but i prefer the ideology of rising in love because i'd rather go up in love than down <laughs> you digs. but when it comes to courting what we do now is we interrogate you know as soon as we meet what's your favorite color What's this? What's that? What's that? And then now you have you motherfuckers who's like, yo, what's your birth time? When were you born? Quick side tangent, man. Stop using astrology charts to get into relationships and realizing that you and thinking you could fuck with somebody. Look, let me explain something to you. The astrological charts that hit you, that define you, are the moment. And see, it's, it's deeper than just that chart, right? So what it is, is like the impact. The moment that your spark entered into the world physically out of the womb, all of like that that energetic balance all came together. And this is what the natal chart is. It's saying the moment you enter, this is what the stars were aligned to for your creation. Well, not your creation, your entry, right? Because then you also have a shadow side to that where you're incubating, you know, within the womb where you're actually born. So the moment that the sperm connects with the um, with the egg, that point is also viable astrologically. You know what I'm saying? But we don't really know that aspect to it because it's hard to identify. You know, you can't just subtract nine months because then you have to also factor in. There's like a three day window with pregnancy that happens and shit like, which is crazy how on Mari Povich motherfuckers be like, I don't know who the daddy is testing 15, 16 people. I'm like, yo, you fuck that many people in this bed. But anyway, that's not here or there. The What is here or there is how the chart is, is the point in which you enter. So all of this is about energy, you know? Yeah, it transpires in like certain factors, but you know how, you gotta learn how to manipulate that energy. It's what your quest is. When you master why this energy hits you this way, why you were affected with it, then you can, you know, pick and choose. So we got to stop, you know, I've heard, you know, it's, a, it's it's real big on women. And I think, I think a lot of times too, it's because we're in a, we're in a microwave society to where we don't really want to go through the steps and we don't have want to have the patience to, to go through a relationship the right way, to go through the steps, to get into a relationship. So I've heard, I've literally heard these words, oh, it's a cheat code. You know, if I can go ahead and know what your natal chart is, I can know you don't know shit about me. You won't. You feel what I'm saying? Um, and this is just from personal experience. Women keep like it. Women will tell me that I, you know, I used to give this shit. I stopped doing it because motherfucking there's outside forces that can happen. When the motherfucker knows your natal chart, they can put spells and shit on you. Like, you know, and you got to learn how to break those shits. Like, I, I stopped doing that shit. But anywho, motherfuckers will will take this chart and then they'll say, um, this is going to tell me who you are. You know, it's people who say things like, it's women who, who, who are shocked. If, if I tell them that I'm an Aries prior to like, wow, you act like a Capricorn because I'm Capricorn heavy in my chart, which means that energy is what I'm necessarily going to embody. So the point of that is stop cheating. The natal chart is not for you to use, to get into a relationship. I'm going to run synastry, see if we're compatible. The chart ain't going to tell you if you're compatible. The chart is going to tell you what energies have. Because you can be compatible with anybody. Even conflicting energies can can come together and have a union. You feel what I'm saying? But it steps to the shit. So now this goes back into the interrogation part. That's how we enter relationships. 
we interrogate, oh, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite food? Uh, what's the, like, and we learn all of these what's, but without learning the why's or the how's. You dig what I'm saying? Or the how's. And that is very, very important because it's one thing to know what my favorite color is, but it's another thing to know why I like that color. You'll never forget why it's my favorite color when you know why I like it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you have to focus on, like, you have to, I have to tell you more than one time, like, oh, yeah, this is your favorite color. You know, this is my favorite color, you know. But you'll start to understand a lot deeper when you understand the whys of things. And that comes from experiencing the person. You know, we interrogate people and we don't experience the people. So when we interrogate enough, we get to a point where we say, you know what? Hmm. You meet my rubric, you read my you you meet my criteria, I can fuck with you. And then down the line, we're like, as the as the reality starts to come out, because the ideal, the ideology starts to dissipate, the idea of them starts to dissipate, and their true reality shows. And when the reality shows, oh, you changed. No, I didn't change. I came out. I didn't change. More of me showed. You feel what I'm saying? You chose to enter into a relationship. I ain't going to say you, but like we collectively, we choose to enter into a relationship based off of the interrogation, based off of the, the checklist of, oh, you're cute, you're you're attractive, and I fuck with you like that. Yo, shorty bad, shorty got this going on for her. Like, yo, she saw like I could fuck with her. And no, you can't fuck with him. And you don't know that you can't fuck with him until you can't fuck with him. So that's why the courting process is so powerful, because it goes through the full gamut of how to successfully enter into a relationship, right? Courting starts, like, you know that phrase, that like, yo, you had me from hello. Nah, I don't believe that shit. Ain't, like, yo, I'm sorry. Like, can't no motherfucking body have me from hello. Like, it's like, you what? You know, now that physical shit, yeah, I could see that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I run into a lot of beautiful women in my day. And as I always say, outward beauty attracts, but inward beauty retains. You dig what I mean? So when we, the first step of courting, the first step of courting is the introduction. You feel what I'm saying? It's the introduction. And the introduction sets the tone, really. Like if how you are able to introduce yourself to somebody or how you guys are able to make that initial connection, because you only get one time to make a first impression. You can't do that shit again. You feel what I'm saying? But how you connect off that first point is very, very crucial to make, to even go into the next few levels. You feel what I'm saying? As men, we've been conditioned, you know, let me holla at her. Let me, let me go put in my best game to get her. We start off lying. We start off lying. And, you know, it's not like on some inherent shit. Like, we're purposely trying. We have to be liars to get the number. Like, and by liar, I don't mean in the sense of you're maliciously being deceptive. But you have to use hyperbole. You have to fabricate the truth. You have to, okay, I got to show you who, who I really am in some regards. Because everybody's like, I want the person who, who who's organically themselves. But nobody can get to that point of wanting that organic person or even showing their organic side because they have to start first make peace in that. Chakras, personal identity, a couple of podcasts back. They have to first establish their personal identity in order to be truthful up front. You feel what I'm saying? And a lot of times it's not that easy, especially if you like, okay, I already observed, okay, these might be bad, bad traits about myself. These might be things that I don't really fuck with about myself. So this person may not fuck with them either because I don't fuck with them as opposed to me trying to make peace with them. I don't fuck with them. So this person, I'm going to hide them. 
Because these are the things that I shine a negative light on. You feel what I'm saying? So from the introduction, like as men, you know, we go up, you know, hollering shit. We put our mat game on, you know, be like, hey, how you doing? We 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 start off on some, okay, here's the punchline. It's it's like a as as somebody who 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 has to market my products and shit, my books, my courses and things like that, you have to, it's like an elevator pitch. Relationships begin like like I have to sell you from the beginning. You know what I mean? It's not a gradual process. You feel what I'm saying? As soon as I meet you, as soon as I see you, it's like, damn, I got to get that one. I got to say that line that's going to make her, you know, that's why we have these, these catchphrases. Like, you know, a lot of them are corny now, but they used to work when they started. That's why they're jokes now. They'd be like, yo, you must have fell from, um, I walk into it like, did it hurt? And did what hurt when you fell from heaven? I got to make you laugh. If I can make you laugh, like, but... You don't make people laugh with jokes. I mean, jokes make people laugh. However, don't get me wrong. But when it comes to courting a relationship, in order to establish, like, you're, telling a joke is not the same thing as having a sense of humor. You feel what I mean? Telling a joke is not the same thing as, ha- as having a sense of humor because comedy is tragedy plus time. You feel what I'm saying? Tra- comedy is tra- tragedy plus time. So it becomes funny when the tragedy has been, you know, released and healed from, and then we're able to put that time into able to make a laugh, make a make a joke out of it. But so that's how you know organic humor. So you know when we're introducing ourselves to women, we're, when we're hollering at women, when we get trying to get the number, we have to do, you know, all that we have to do. For some, yeah, for some of us, we're conditioned to you know, flash that money. For some of us, it's like, yo, holla at her, tell the joke, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Compliment her on something like that. But uh, personal perspective, and before I get into the personal perspective, I'm going to go from the other side. Cause, and then women, um, you have been conditioned to be chased by men, period. Like, I don't give a fuck how y'all want to look at it and shit. And I get the quote unquote, well, women choose. Like, that's the point. Like, y'all choose because y'all have been taught to be pursued by men, not to organically attract and connect with him. Not to mag- to to have that magnetic connection, but to choose who's pursuing you. You feel what I'm saying? By that logic, women are liable to settle. Period. See, men, the fact that we're pursuing, we're the ones who are in pursuit. We're always like, we're not. We can't settle. By definition, you know, ultimately we'll we'll realize that we said, but we can't really settle, and we can't settle on the strength that, you know, we're going for what we truly want. Women are are choosing what wants them. Whole different ball game. <laughs> Whole different ball game. So our sisters like, and this is why at at a time she'll reach a point where it's like, yo, you don't do anything for me anymore, because you didn't go towards what could do something for you. You went for what chose you, what pursued you, and you said, okay, huh? This is what it is. I guess I'll make the choice. You know what I mean? But this is conditioning that has ha- been happening since children. Like we we were taught that men chase the women. Women run for a little bit, play hard to get, and then, you know, they give in. But the thing is, the thing with that is that women are choosing what is pursuing them. But what is pursuing them, we don't have a a set template as to what it is. Like I said, it's that criteria list. So here is where it meets. I'm chasing a woman. I'm I'm conditioned to chase a woman who's one going to physically attractive is is just is a no brainer. But of course, that's relative because beauty is an eye of the beholder. But physically attractive is relative. You dig what I'm saying? And if we're physically attractive, like that's the first thing. Outward beauty attracts and what beauty retains. So we're pursuing what we're physically attracted to. 
but women are only choosing. Women are choosing what they're attracted to based off of what's attracted to them a lot of times. So within the pool of all of the men that are, are actively coming towards women, you feel what I'm saying? She's going to make her pickings off of, okay, out of all of the ones that I have the option to choose, I'm going to choose this one. You feel what I'm saying? Again, this goes back, like women aren't taught that they should equally pursue a man too. And then in the same side of that, men, we don't really fuck with women who pursue us. We call them thirsty. We call them like, there's needs to be an organic balance because you have to come together. It's magnetism, electromagnetism to be exact, but the two have to come together as one. So if from the beginning, you're not even trying to come together, you're coming in, you're coming in a relationship, you're coming into the relationship from the introduction as a chase. That has to be the staple of the relationship the entire time. This is why after four or five years, three years, women say, I don't feel desired. I don't feel wanted. Why do I have to chase you? I got you. What the fuck am I still putting in the effort to pursue you for? I'm not in that mode of pursuit anymore because I already got you. And that is why a lot of women get in those situations where they're like, eh. And then why when the men, in the same token, us as men, we we, we kind of lose the interest in our woman because... You're no longer being what I pursued. Ah, shit gets deep because it's like, women, you're supposed to love me for me. I didn't even like you for you when I first started with you. I liked you for what I was pursuing. And as long as you're not what I'm pursuing anymore, what happens? You know, same side as women, as long as you're not what I chose. Like when dudes, you know, gain weight, we get, fall off. We, as they say, quote unquote, women like you. You just you let yourself go. You let yourself go. Well, I would have let myself go anyway, because this is just the function of life. But at the same time, we have to uphold that image. So, in addition to the interrogation, we had an image. So the introduction is fucked up. You feel me? The introduction is fucked up. And like I said, when we start off lying. And a lie necessarily does not have to be what's spoken. It has to, it, it can be the illusory thing that keeps us, you know, connected to something. Lie and the truth are basically, in essence, the same energy. However, a lie has the the masquerade part to it. The lie is something that is developed when the truth is when 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 the personal identity is not truly there. We're living a lie. You feel know what I'm saying? And then we're connecting on a lie. So I look at it like. I look at it like when 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 we're in that introduction phase, the introductory phase, after the interrogation, everything is set off. This is what it is. So from the introduction, women have to learn to be comfortable with pursuing a man too. I know, I know it's taboo and it seems so fucked up. I'm not pursuing a man. I'm not doing this like, and men, we have to allow women to pursue us without thinking of the negativity. And we have to do it outside of the physical side only. It can't just be, yo, I want to fuck this person. You feel what I'm saying? I want to fuck with this person because of this. I want to fuck with this person, but it comes in what you truly know feels good to your soul. Not what, what you can check off on a list to fit in a relationship. You know, I say this all the time. I said, we, we focus so much on, on who we can take home to family and shit that we don't even focus on who we can come the fuck home to 
So motherfuckers be on some shit. Yo, the relationship just looks so good on the outside. On the inside as hell. It shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be like that. It should be heaven on the inside. And then on the outside, it's going to look like heaven anyway. Not just for the image and the show. You feel what I'm saying? I was in a relationship that once we broke up and then the truth came out behind the relationship, everybody was like, I had friends and shit like, yo, if y'all can't stay together, then shit, it just ain't no hope for no I was like, yo, that relationship was hell. I kept that shit together. I'm not just saying this because it's my podcast and I'm talking, but I really kept that shit together. On the inside, there's a lot of shit that I that I bit. There's a lot of shit that I, I held my tongue on. There's a lot of shit because of the way I was taught relationships were. You feel what I mean? Which is false. You know, no matter what, women going to have their moves. They're going to have, I get that shit, but do not get disrespectful with the shit. But as men, we, you know, love is, like I say, love is to, to women what respect is to men. And women just be trying to love us and don't even want to give us that respect. You feel what I'm saying? So in those relationships, we, we grow up in, the, in volatile, volatile uh, conditioning and shit, our relationships have to be that way too. So, you know, I I saw how on the inside, it's like, yo, I'm dealing with her nasty attitude. I'm dealing with it. But when we out in front of people, it's all smiles, giggles, and laughs and shit and all of that shit. And everybody like, oh my gosh, y'all, your relationship is so so potent and so powerful. Like, if y'all can't stay together, you know, anybody can stay together. However, our relationship wasn't built off of that. Our relationship wasn't built off of that. It was built off what we wanted each other to see. And... By building, by building off of what we wanted each other to see, we never got to show who the fuck we are. So when who I was truly came out and emerged, you feel what I'm saying? Who she was, she was like, yo, we are not compatible. Uh-uh. There's like nothing there between us. Literally. You feel what I'm saying? And so as, you know, I, I, as I talk to people about it, they're like, damn, why didn't you leave? Because motherfuckers like y'all, you know, the image of trying to uphold that shit. It, it was it was toxic. It was it wasn't viable. So we we get into these relationships just off of that same principle. This is why they don't work. And this is why they're never they're they're rarely healthy. You feel what I'm saying? And then why healthy relationships become so problematic. It's just I see this post so much and it just keeps circulating. Even now, I'm like, I seen it for the first time, like probably like seven years ago, but it's still recirculating now where women, uh, it's a, a woman post uh, some kind of shit. She was like, well, the relationship's going good. Let me argue. Why? You used to fucked up shit. Men, we, we say the same shit. Like, I, I want me a crazy, I don't, I don't want no crazy broad. Mm-mm, I don't want no crazy woman. Fuck no. Like that whole, like. I've had a woman, I, 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 you know, she got mad at me and said I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't built for somebody like her <laughs> because she was like, yo, I'm crazy, but I'm loyal. I don't want you. I'm sorry. Like you, you, I, I got that. I could, I could respect that you feel like loyalty and craziness go together. I don't, <laughs> therefore they don't go together. And I can't fuck with that because in order for me to have your loyalty, I have to fuck with your insanity and I don't know. No, you feel what I'm saying? No, I seen this video with this girl, this woman, this shit hurt me because she cut her, she cut her baby girl's beads out. Not just like, you could have just, feel me, just pulled the beads off of the end of the hair. She cut this girl's hair. She cut her baby's hair. Her baby is crying. 
And it's solely because of the man, the father. And he's like, yo, you making her cry. He said, you cut her hair to get back at me. And the mother, she said, I don't care. That's my daughter's hair. I said, damn, like y'all don't even see the disconnect in y'all shit at all. But that's not here or there. That goes back into the connection from the introduction and shit, right? So if the introduction is not right, everything else falls because that's the starting point. You feel what I mean? So after we introduce each other, I feel like, so now I can get back to the point that I that put a pin in, right? Don't try to, for, for, for my brothers and shit, don't try to fabricate who you are. And for my sisters, don't set a standard that needs to be fabricated. You feel what I'm saying? And in the introduction, the best way to get the number is an organic conversation. When I was an undergrad, I had this debate with this woman. And I told her, I said, look, if I can get five, a five-minute conversation with a woman, I can get her number. A, you know, motherfuckers, you know, they call it, they say shit is arrogant. They be like, yo, nah, you you can't. I'm like, she and she, her logic it makes sense. Her logic was, and it kind of blew up because it went, it made it more than it was. Her logic was, well, you can have a five-minute conversation with me right now. You won't get my number. I said, I don't want your number. So, you know, and everybody like, oh, you ain't have to. No, she ain't have to come off like that. I'm like, I'm telling you the reality. I don't, it's not about how well I can present my pitch to you within the first time I meet you. Oh, yeah, you beautiful. You this, you that. I'm not, I don't do that shit. You feel me? I have an organic conversation with every woman that I meet from the beginning. You feel what I'm saying? If I'm truly interested in you, I'm not, it's not in this. If I see you from the, I'm like, damn, she bad as fuck, bro. I'm about to get her number. That's my logic. That's, that's, that's the, that's the template. That's my logic. But I got to see if when I, when I go into the conversation and shit, after the first five minutes, if if we can get a, a real conversation, it's not dry, it's not forced, I will get your number. I will get your number. And this is not an arrogant thing. A lot of people assume that. They're like, oh, you, no, I don't know. It's not that. It's not that I got a good talk game either because I don't put the game in the shit. I have a real conversation because outside of all of this shit, I need to know where you stand from the jump. You feel what I'm saying? So for my brother, just have a regular conversation with her. Don't try to like, don't put the small talk in there and shit. You know, if you, if yes, you got that window. If you, in, in certain places you got, and here's another point. And knowing that a conversation is what's going to get the number, you also have to understand that. And like I said, if I can get over a five-minute conversation with you, I'll get your number, right? This is this is factual, right? And it's not just for me personally. Like, everybody talk, like, like yo, how did that, how did y'all first meet? Well, we had this conversation, like, we would just talk for hours. And then we exchanged numbers. Duh! <laughs> because you had an organic connection. Simple. You feel what I'm saying? But... Don't put yourself in a position where you're trying to force that shit within somewhere you can't be. If you're picking up some food and you just happen to see it, sometimes it's it's okay. Hear me well. It's okay to let it go. Now, if you guys frequent this place and you see her more than once, then you can have, okay, and we come here often. You know, you know what? I come here. You come here. Why don't we sit and, you know, chat for a bit. You feel me? You got anything you got to do? Whatever. But... Have an organic conversation and let the shit play out. Don't hide yourself. But see, that comes with the personal identity and knowing that, oh, shit, I could be myself with her. If you can't be yourself from the first conversation, then 
Ain't no point in getting the number. Because you're gonna live your your whole relationship is gonna be a lie. You can't be yourself. You feel what I'm saying? And if she's not attracted to yourself, then cool. There's somebody that's out there. Aaliyah got the song, Your Love is One in a Million, right? We love that song. It's like it seems like it's a rarity. You feel me? One in a million. That's so rare. It's really not when there's seven billion people in the world and a and a billion is a thousand million. So if one in a million, that automatically makes a thousand in a billion. Duh, and there's seven billion people. There's seven thousand motherfuckers that can fuck with you. You know, statistically speaking and shit. But that's not in there. So, you know, if you can have that organic conversation, have it. If time is not permitting, oh, I got to get back to work or she got to go back to work. And it's like, we just getting food or whatever the case may be. Sometimes you just got to know when, you know, speak a little bit and keep it going. But don't try to commandeer shit. You feel what I'm saying? So it's little things like that. The introduction needs to be, needs to transition from two points. Men pursuing and women choosing. To, and, and then men having to fabricate themselves. And then women needing an image that's fabricated you know, for her, her friends and shit. So she and a girl, I met this dude that did this and that. Like, you know, cool. We don't, you know what I mean, be your authentic self. And then when we can change to where we can have that mag- magnetic connection to where we're both technically pursuing and we're both actively choosing, you know? So now this is why when it comes to sex, this is why they say men don't turn down sex. We don't have to. We're, we, we don't have to. You feel me? We don't have to turn down sex because we're the pursuers. So I have to increase my sex appeal. I have to increase all these things to put it up for you, you know, and that's what it is. I've had it all from from one night stands to all of that because it's, you know, that shit. One night stand isn't hard to do. You, you know, you just appeal to the motherfuckers. You got the sex appeal. You tap into what they and you, you smash like that's what it is. And I didn't have to turn that down. Women have to still pick to choose. I'm fucking him tonight or I'm not. You feel me? And that's because of the, how the introductions and shit works. But again, we're not even at the point of sex yet. We're in the courting and the introduction point. So you have the introduction. You have the organic conversation. You guys talking. You vibing and shit. Right? Now you go into the talking phase. See, we got all of this shit fucked up. We think talking and dating, same shit. They're in two totally different aspects. You got to introduce yourself, then you got to talk, then you got to date. It's levels to the shit. You feel me? So the talking phase is building on that initial conversation. Building on that introduction. Whatever it was that caused you to exchange numbers. And now again, that's why I said it's dependent, it's contingent upon being your authentic self. Being your organic authentic self because you you can't stay in that pocket. You can't stay in that pocket. I've had conversations with women where our first conversation was about music. Our first conversation was about um, dumb shit. Our first conversation was roasting the motherfucker in public. Like, you feel me? It's, it's, it's little shit like that that's like, you know, that's how it builds. So your, your talking phase has to go from the expounding point of that. You feel me? Whatever got you connected is now you have to intertwine the rest of your being within that shit. You feel me? So... One of the things that that fucks my relationship status up is that my first conversations, a lot of times they be on some real deep shit, deep philosophical shit. I don't be trying to do the shit like I don't. I just don't like small talk and I like big conversations. I like deep conversations. I like to see how deep your mind can go. 
from the beginning. You feel what I'm saying? And the issue with that is that in that choosing point, in, in the, having the mentality of where women have to, you know, I chose this man or whatever, they feel they have to compete with that and they have to do that. I just need you to be your authentic self. This is me. I talk about deep shit. I fuck with deep shit. I do. I can't help it. You feel me? But at the same time, that's not saying you have to be this way. I was in a relationship with a woman who I was too much man for her. This is not no slighted her, but we would have known that had she had not tried to put up the front. Like, I can keep up. You can't. You can't. Because the route that I was, you know, trying to take, she wanted to take that route, but she wasn't built for it. And that's perfectly fine. You feel what I'm saying? My brothers, there's times when we're not built for the woman we chasing. That's perfectly fine. You feel what I'm saying? Don't overextend yourself. You know, and talking is what brings that out. But see, as I said, when we're talking, if we've already established the introduction off of a lie, what do you think we're going to talk about? Lies. And again, lies don't necessarily have to be malicious and deceptive. But they can be trying to carry on an image you know you can't compete with. You know? I was in a relationship with a woman who literally, like, it was like six to seven months out when she finally told me the only reason why I said the stuff that you said, because I didn't want you to show me up. Like, yo, you could have been left alone a long time ago. Like, now you're fucking up my plan for life. Because I'm here, now I'm, now I'm fucking with you, and I don't want to just walk away because I've invested time. You feel me? But you, you played with me. You feel what I'm saying? I've always been on my entrepreneurship. I've always been, like, since I was, always said this shit, I'm going to own my own shit. I'm like, I've always had this mentality. So I'm talking to this woman. She's like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm like, cool. I could fuck with you because your vision is the same as mine. No, 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 no. That wasn't the case. Her vision was what she needed me to see, to stay with her. You feel what I'm saying? And we do that. Men, we do it too. We set this standard because we're like, okay, this woman likes men with ambition and drive. I ain't got ambition and drive, but I'm going to keep up like I got it. And then you burn yourself out because that's not you. That's not what you built for. And then you want to try to down, try to yo, turn it down. You, you, you're doing too much. No, she's not doing too much. She's doing what's required of her. And you're trying to overextend yourself. So when you're in that talking phase, it's okay to go through that. Because in the talking phase, motherfuckers go, oh, you friend zone me. Friend zone is the best fucking place in the world to be. You get to see who that motherfucker really is. I friend zone everybody from the beginning. I don't give a fuck how cute you are, how fat your booty is, how much we connect, and how much I'm in your head, and I just get you. I be hearing all of that shit. And I'm like, girl, you bullshit. And I know you just want to fuck because you sapiosexual, but... You know, it is what it is. I ain't going to trip on you. But I friends on everybody. I'm like, if you're not willing to put in the work, and that's what the talking phase really is. The ability to put in the work to make it out of the friend zone. Motherfuckers think they're supposed to be out of the friend zone just because of who the fuck they are. Oh, you better Google me, bitch. No, you better Google yourself. Because I don't see how that even equates. But it's like you put a motherfucker in a friend zone, you know, all of a sudden you're, you're a bad person. You feel me? I'm not like I have to get to that point where I'm going to be calling you every night. I have to get to that point. You feel what I'm saying? I'm guilty of the shit. But again, I like long conversations. So it's like. The perception is that, oh, you're like, I may not necessarily be feeling you like that yet. I just this is just me. I share shit. I talk about shit like because it's what I do. You feel me? But on the same side of that, it's like. That talking phase. 
if we can put down from the introduction the the the, the like you know so many so many you know people like okay I'm in this I'm, I'm they act like they're living a life that is not and then when they connect with people they have to maintain that image you know I was listening to a Tupac interview and he was like yo I'm not a role model because that means I have to play a role I can't play a role I just got to be me and that shit stuck with me because I'm like I'm not about to do that shit from the beginning. And then, like, you, then you start to find, oh, you, like, nah, like, you're going to see up front, like, how I get down. Whether you fuck with it or not, that ain't got shit to do with me, because I fuck with me. Like I said, one in a million, seven, seven thousand motherfuckers that will fuck with me, too. So, whatever. But the point is that that talking phase starts to weed that shit out. It, it develops the comfortable point, Right? You're talking, you're communicating, you're seeing how your messages are sent and received. The talking phase is really deep. Because a lot of times we get so we've gotten so used to listening to respond that we don't listen to understand. You feel what I'm saying? So when a motherfucker finishes talking, we interject into like I've had so many conversations with women who really won't talk about what the fuck we was talking about. And I'd be like, hmm, okay. All right, I mean, I, I fuck with it. And it's like, oh, you know, and you, I'll pull away. But then it's like, it's not on no shit like, <laughs> it's not on no shit like, not on any funny shit. I don't owe you, if we're talking, I don't owe you an explanation why I don't want to go to that next level. I personally feel this way. Because it's like, all right, as a, this area right here is going to determine, do I keep you as a friend or do I move forward to you? And in my mind, I, I, don't, I don't like, you should be able to catch the vibe that, you know, but maybe, maybe I should come out and start telling people like, yo, you're going to be a, a friend, nothing more because I see like, you know what I'm saying? But, and, and being told that like, I, we could just be friends. Cool. I'm cool with that. I don't, I don't like, that's, that's not an issue for me. You know, there's women, I have, I have close friends now that I was supposed to date. <laughs> Like, quote unquote, like we were supposed, like we were talking and shit. And like, ah, we friends. Let's, let's, let's keep it at that. Let's not fuck this shit up because we are friends, my guy, you know, but the talking phase showed that you feel what I'm saying? So the talking phase has helped build off of that introduction. It builds off of that, but it peels back the layers and it establishes the friendship. You feel what I'm saying? It establishes the friendship from the talking phase. You go into dating. After you talk, then you go into dating, you know, but see, we have this whole mentality of that. We got to start dating from the jump. My introduction with you after that, two days later, I need to be setting up a date. Mm -mm. No, because see, dating is. This is dating. Dating is when we're in the company of each other around other people and we're still able to be in a comfortable space. Nobody's faking. Nobody's fine. I have to talk to you to know what you like, to know how to set up a date. See, the dates now is dinner, movie, flowers. Oh, let's go out. Let's go get some food. That like, motherfuckers don't always like that's that over being over food is not the right. Like, and I get, I think it comes back to this, this modern day cliche of the best way to a man's heart is through his stomach. That is bullshit. It's always been bullshit. I don't know who the fuck established that shit or who said it the best way to a man's heart is through his stomach. That don't mean shit. You feel what I'm saying? And I think subconsciously that makes us go on dates 
for food first. You feel what I'm saying? Or we'll go after food, dinner, movie, and all that shit. That shit's so cliche, but it's like in those moments, there's no communication. There's no true communication. And by communication, I mean the sending and receiving of messages, not just vocally, but you have body language. You have like, I'm gonna be on my best behavior when I'm eating. Because I've been raised to be on my best behavior when I'm eating. In a movie, I'm not gonna say shit because it's supposed to be quiet. So the communication is different. The nonverbal communication can't be there. That's what dating is about. I need to see how you are in a certain interaction. But I talk to you, you know, we have that talking phase. So when we date, I don't, it's not a, it's not a mystery of where we can go. You feel what I'm saying? I fucked up with this years ago. You feel me? I took, <laughs> I took a chick to, to an art museum. She got mad. You feel me? She got mad. I get that women, you know, there are those women who are like, I like art. I would have went, I would have this like that. But at the end of the day, how would I have known that? I based that off of, okay, this is what the fuck I want to do right now. So, you know, but the talking phase lets me, oh, Damn, this motherfucker don't even like art. Damn, he don't even like the color, bro. Like, shit. Okay, you know, but talking helps you set your date up. I mean, quote unquote, call me old fashioned, but I don't think you can set up a date from the introduction. You can't because a date has to have that intimacy into it. You know, I'm not saying go with the expectation of fucking and none of that shit. Intimacy is that, that connection, that communicative factor. You feel me? So if I go into, if I introduce myself to you, we made that part. I'm talking to you, bam. Now we set up a date. I've already, I already know who you are, so I know what, I'm starting to learn what you like, what you do like, what you don't like. Hey, I was going to go check this out. You want to come with me? I know you're going to say, yeah. Why? Because I know what the fuck you're into. I know what the fuck you're interested in. Now, if you've been hiding that and you have not been showing me like, yeah, you're not going to like where we go. I get the, the, you know, cliche that I hear all the time. Well, it's about being in the moment, just being with, no, it's not always about just being in the moment and being with somebody. It's got to be somewhere where you want to be. You feel me? Or the energy is going to be, it's going to be some fucked up shit. You feel what I'm saying? So we got to break that narrative of, okay, I get your number. Okay. Now we talk two days later. Let me set some up. Yo, I'm going to come through and pick. No, 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 no. I don't, I can't just schedule some shit and, and pop up on you. That's stupid. You know, you probably don't even like to be popped up on. And I see posts like this on social media where women be like, yo, it takes a man, a, a man just, just schedule something and say, come pick me up. Mm-mm. No, no, it don't work like that. It doesn't work like that. It's not supposed to work like that because now it goes back into the pursuit part. And now you're choosing like, no, that shit makes, that shit makes no sense. That's why I be like, and a lot of times women don't know what they want in relationships because they never had a chance to figure out what it is that they want in a relationship. They're basing this shit off of what they are choosing in the pool of the things that want them. So when the long run plays out and they no longer feel desired or wanted because, hey, you no longer operate from that. But the point that I was I was really going to go into that was that when when we're tied into that and, you know, it's like, yo, you picking out. This is why women be indecisive. It's like it's about little shit too. Like, what do you want to eat? I don't know. Whatever. So then everything the man rattles off is like, I, I don't have the taste for that. I don't have the taste for that. Like, even if something as simple as food, women do not have the the capacity 
to even want to say what they want to eat. Think about how that shit works. Like, do you not see how relationships are played out on a grander scale? If a woman will tell you, I don't know what I want to eat, but I know that I'm hungry. You choose for me. And let just pick something and then we'll go. Right. What does that say? That goes back into the whole pursuit chase thing. Like you're not going to be a factor in this relationship. Not on any funny shit. If if everything is about me doing for you and you just riding along. But then now when we put in the principle of men lead, women follow. eh, Kind of got to shut the fuck up. man, And follow suit. You feel what I'm saying? So the date has to be mutually inclusive. From the talking stage, I have to understand what it is that you fuck with. You feel me? And then I build on that. I say, okay, man, I know that she liked this, that, and the third. We talked about, I remember we had this conversation about this. Damn. I don't have to just surprise you with flowers. I don't have to just surprise you with shit that I can give you, but it's shit that I can guide you to or shit that I can, like, that's what the leading point is. Like women... Y'all say y'all want to be led by a man, but you have to know where you want to go first. I'm going to sip my tea on that one. Sure. All right, all right. Look, look, look. The markets are not a difficult place to understand. All right? You just have to know what you're looking at. And there's five things that you need to see before you can make any market entry. First, you need a pocket so you can know which direction the market is going Second, you need a pullback so you can get the better price. Third, you need a battlefield so you can see when that market movement is slowing down. Fourth, you need the upper hand so you can see when the market reactivates. And last, you need a final push so you can see the exact moment when it's time to go with the direction you are already moving in, okay? Of course, of course, there's so much more that has to go into that and it's not as cut and dry as that. But those are things that I teach in my Mastering the Market course. So if you would like to learn more, please visit IamJustSing.com and check out the Mastering the Market course today. Although it is directed and specialized for Forex, all of the skills I crafted them to be transferable to any market that you're looking at. So again, visit IamJustSing.com and check out the Mastering the Market course today if you are truly looking to master the market. Oh yeah, and don't forget, while I still got you, you can use promo code QUARANTINE to save over 90% off of the enrollment of the full price of the course. That is QUARANTINE, C-O-R-N-T-E-E-N. You know, you're trying to be led by men and you don't even know where you want to go. So you're not going to go there. You feel me? But as men, oh, randomly send her some flowers. Randomly do like little, you know, and it's the whole thought that counts supersedes all of that bullshit. You know, it's the thought that counts. Well, no, it's not the thought that counts. Sometimes you need to know what the fuck to think about. You feel me? Know what the fuck to think about. Think about. But we've gotten so used to, oh, just accept it because it's the gesture. Fuck the gesture, bro. There's no thought behind it. Your only thought was that I'm going to do this. But do you really connect with me enough to know if I fuck with this shit or not? I get it. We could put the semi-random flowers to work or some shit like that. Okay, man, I'm just, oh, I want to send her some flowers. So you send her some motherfucking flowers and she's allergic to them. Whoa. It was the thought that count, but the thought, but you didn't think about, damn, what if she is allergic to this? What if this ain't even her favorite flower? What if this flower is connected to something traumatic for her? Something simple, but it's little things that have to come out in a talking phase that lead to the ability to date. Because now I know 
all right, let's say you express to me that, you know, you like dance. You like dancing and shit and a certain type of dance. You feel me? This is a very fucked up situation, a very fucked up scenario, but it kind of works. You know, you say you like dancing, so I take you to a strip club. I like dancing too, motherfucker. <laughs> That's a date. Now, nigga, I'm like, yo, that date had no thought. It had thought behind it. She said she liked dancing. She said she liked dancing. She calls herself a bad bitch. I like bad bitches. Let's go where bad bitches dance. <laughs> oh, shit. But that's like, that's a date. But that's a date with no, like, like that's the date where the thought counted. It's supposed to count. But you got to think about shit like that. But, you know, let's peel back the layers. You guys are talking. She said she liked dancing. Okay, why do you like dancing? Yeah, I used to dance when I was a kid. I did ballet, jazz, and everything. I really wanted to join the Alvin Navy Dance Company, whatever the case may be. Oh, shit, word. Bam. Random shit pop up. You take it to a ballet. That's a thoughtful date. You feel what I'm saying? If she don't like it, start to pay attention. If, if, if it's on some shit like, oh, damn, I ain't really fucked with that. I don't know why you took me there. Oh, hmm. Maybe there was more to it. Maybe you don't fuck with dance anymore because you've seen Save the Last Dance and you ain't like the cultural appropriation and shit, whatever. But it's little extra shit that may have to go into it. But that's what the dating part is about. Because now you're like, okay, this is what you presented to me. And this is not the outcome that was supposed to happen. So there's a disconnect. There's a disconnect in that communication. Now, was a disconnect in the, commu- the, the, the message that you received? I don't think so, because if she expressed all of this and you put like you centered you centered the date around that, okay, cool. But then if she's now against it, that message was not it was not delivered correctly, which is going to be on her. You feel what I'm saying? So the dating aspect sets up the tone after the talking phase to where I know what this person fucks with. Now I can create dates to center around this shit. But like I said, we're in a microwave society. So I gotta be, we gotta have our first date within two days. You feel me? It ain't, it ain't, it can't be. All right. Hmm. I know this is going to sound extreme, but like, let's say a month out. I'm like, all right, I got this, that, and the third. I want to go check this out. Like now nah, we rush into the shit and that's what fucks everything up. So then after dating, you know, so we, we, we have the introduction, we have the talk, and we have the day. And now we go into vibing, right? Notice, if you pay close attention here, I ain't talking about fucking yet. I ain't talking about fucking yet in any way, shape, or form. Because you ain't fucking yet. Shouldn't be. But whatever. We grown, as we say. We grown. We can do whatever the fuck we want to do. So do whatever the fuck you want to do. <laughs> you feel me? But after dating comes the vibing. Because now... I've introduced myself. I talk to you to become that friendship, to know what you like, to set up dates that fit within what you fuck with. You feel what I'm saying? Now I can develop the vibe because while we're there on the date, I can see how you move. You feel me? I can see how you move. Use the two examples that I just used. She said she liked dancing. You know, she said she liked bad bitches. She said she a bad bitch. Fuck, let's go to a strip club. And if you're in a strip club, she's having a good time. Okay. That's the vibe. You feel what I'm saying? The vibe comes after the dates. You feel me? You go to the, to the Alvin Ailey, you go to the, to the ballet, the, the, the concert and shit, and she doesn't like it. 
Mm. Bad vibe. Mm. Not a good one. You use dating to figure out how y'all vibe. If y'all can vibe within this in this area. You feel what I'm saying? So once you go on successful dates to where the vibe is on point, you ain't necessarily it. You ain't got to end the night. Okay, can I come up? I just want to use the phone. I got a headache. <laughs> shit. Everybody got their own phones now, so we don't use that shit anymore. You know, I'm young as hell, but I be knowing some old ass references. But um, like that vibe sets the tone. So you pick the date based off of how you know this person moves. This is how you win in a relationship every time. You feel what I'm saying? And vice versa. My sisters, it's okay to date us. It's okay to see, okay, he likes this in the third. Hey, look, let's go check this out. Or let's go do that in the third. You know what I'm saying? And then, you feel me? And now, if it's some shit that you can't get into, don't go. You feel what I'm saying? And don't have, again, let's, I'm going to do a male version of the, of the fucked up thought. Okay, I'm going to use myself as an example. I like Dragon Ball Z, right? That impression is that I like all anime. No. I said I like Dragon Ball Z. Okay, leave it at that. But... If you pick up a date to go to Comic-Con, you're going to be mad as fuck because I'm not going. I'm not there with the shit. You feel what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like, that's where the vibing comes in. And it's like, did I communicate the message that I like anime? Probably. It was probably implied. But was it validated and substantiated? Nah. And then the choice that was made was to go to Comic-Con. I'm not even going to go. I'm gonna let you know, yo, you you just wasted your tickets. It's the thought that mm-mm, it ain't the thought that counts. Cause you would have had to put extra thinking into it to say, hmm, do you really fuck with Comic Con? <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? And I use that as an big extreme, but that happens. You feel me? On the episode of Martin where Gina bought Martin the butt because she was like, I want you to be able to appreciate art. He didn't appreciate art. You can't get mad at him for that. So you buy him the butt and he makes jokes out of it. He's a fucking comedian. The fuck you think was supposed to happen? It's the thought that counts. Yes, your thought wasn't off. Your thought wasn't on. Because you were trying, as he said so so beautifully in the episode, he's like, you're trying to make me something that I'm not. Accept me for who I am. And that's one of the hardest things to do in a relationship is to accept somebody for who they are. You feel what I'm saying? But we need to know that through the talking phase. So by the time we're vibing from the dates, then, then we connect. Then we're able to connect with each other. That's where the connection happens. That's where connecting happens. After the vibe, you connect. If you have bad vibes, why the fuck can I connect? I can't. Case in point, the vibes. This is how I look at the vibes, right? The vibes are the power cord and the outlet. That's the vibes, right? Good vibes, cool. When you plug the shit into the motherfucking wall, you get current. Bad vibes, the circuit don't work. That's bad vibes. We still plugging this shit into the wall with bad vibes. Because we skipped all that fundamental shit. You feel what I'm saying? So after your date, after dating consistently, it's not now not by dating, I'm not just saying, okay, we're going to the movies. We're going here. Dating is not just out going somewhere. It's how you guys can develop a vibe. Can we spend time in the house? Can we spend time out of the house? Can like, what is it that we do? Like, does little shit that I do while we're dating bother you? Does little shit that I do while we're dating bother? But does little shit that you do bother me? You feel what I'm saying? I'm not like I said. I don't build love off of tolerance. I I connect off of uh, true love. 
which is the power. You feel what I'm saying? And if shit bothers me, I, I'm not tolerating that shit. The fuck you got me fucked up. And you shouldn't tolerate the shit that bothers you or I got you fucked up. You feel what I'm saying? But we go from the vibes and then we go to the connection, right? So from the connection, what happens is that in, in connecting with each other, right? This is where it kind of segues. These last three points are, quote unquote, I, I don't condone it. So just because you connected with a motherfucker, man. But these next three points that I'm going to be discussing, I'm going to finish up connecting. Then we have living and commitment. But these next three points is where fucking can happen. Is where fucking can happen. You feel me? Motherfuckers be fucking from the introduction and they be wondering why shit fucks up. But these are the points where the green light has been bestowed upon you to say, okay, if you guys have sexual intercourse, if you guys connect sexually, it has a lot more probability to be fruitful for you. You feel what I'm saying? After, from the connection phase. So you get the vibes and then you connect. So now it's the connection now establishes that we have on our dates, when we're dating, we have a lot more good vibes than we have bad. If we have any bad vibes. You feel what I'm saying? And I don't mean bad vibes. I don't I don't mean good. I don't mean the perception of good vibes to where, yo, this was so fucked up, but I'm going to try it again. This is so fucked up. I didn't like the energy that I felt here, but I'm going to continue. If you continually get those and you just kind of mask, shut the fuck up when the relationship goes bad. If the vibes were fucked up while you were dating and you continue to just look past the shit because this motherfucker is cute. This motherfucker has ambition. This motherfucker can be a great mother, great father, whatever the case may be. Shut the fuck up when the shit goes south because the vibes are already fucked up. That means your connection is not going to work viably. If you plug a frayed cord into the wall, chances are that bitch is going to spark up on you. And then you can have an electrical fire. How many of us are creating electrical motherfucking fires in our relationships? Because we plug it, we try to connect bad vibes. You feel what I mean? It's so fucked up when we do that shit. You dig what I'm saying? So we go through these. We had the introduction. We talk. We date. We vibe and we connect in the right order. Now, granted, this shit could happen over a six month period. How the fuck are we sandwiching all of this shit in a week and a half? We sandwiching all of this shit into a week and a half. And we wonder why so much shit is going crazy right now. Are you, are you, are you following me with that? We try to sandwich this shit into a week. You feel me? And then like two, three weeks later, we fucking... Oh, you just like that microwave shit, bro. We need to start getting back to ovens on some real shit. You feel me? So we have this connection with motherfuckers. So we think, but we connecting off of a bad vibe. A bad vibe that we are looser, we are looserly saying is a good one. I'm just going to look past the shit. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's a, like I said, that's an electrical fire. Those bad vibes are going to get worse. They're going to get worse. And then it's going to become, quote, it's going to be toxic. And now you're in another toxic relationship. You chose that toxic relationship. 
because you paid, you did not pay attention to the toxicity that was there. Now, again, everybody thinks toxicity is bad. Poison doesn't kill you fast. It kills you slow. You feel what I mean? And a lot of us be thinking that it's the toxicity that, oh, it's because you cheated. No, like I was going to cheat anyway, motherfucker. <laughs> like, I cheated with you. The fuck? <laughs> you got me fucked up. Like, what you mean? Like, this is the type of motherfucker that I am. You feel me? I was already having casual sex with other people. You feel what I mean? There's no, there, there's, there should be no shock in that shit. When you got boring to me, you no longer appealed. The pursuit was what I didn't have. I didn't have to pursue you anymore. I got it. You feel me? And you chose it. And vice versa. Men, we, we, we go through the shit too. Like you, like I'm not in the realm. I don't. I'm not referring to women as hoes when I say this, so don't call them misogyny police on me and shit. I don't, I don't want them on my ass. You feel what I'm saying? But when the shit happens and then you're talking to your homeboy and he give you the most realest logic you ever hear, he's like, bro, you knew she was a hoe when you started fucking with her. You feel me? Sisters, when you start talking to your homegirls and she's like, you knew he won't shit when you started fucking with her. Don't get mad at your friend. But don't beat yourself up either. But know that relationships have been conditioned this way. We're supposed to, 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 to move this way and not move the right way. Right? So our connection. We connect till now. We're now moving into the next point. After the connection, you vibe, you connected. The next point is very, very important. It's living. 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 See, there's a difference between... You know, being alive and living. You feel me? Being alive and living. You feel what I'm saying? Drake said it best in a song with Nicki Minaj titled Moment for Life. He says, I'm really trying to make it more than what it is because everybody dies, but not everybody lives. Uh. Like that that was his ad lib at the end. He said the uh part. But that's real shit. You feel me? We, after the connection, you have to see if you can live with this person. I don't mean cohabitate. I don't mean become a roommate. I mean live with this person. And live in an extension that you are putting your best efforts into the world through your life and your experience with this person. Ah, that shit gets difficult. Because... If we ourselves have just been existing and not living, how can we live with somebody else? See, I'm using the word live and cohabitate together because I need to show the distinction. Because we think, oh, I can move in with you. But can you live with me? Not coexist. Not cohabitate. Can you live with me? You feel what I'm saying? You wouldn't know any of that shit if y'all weren't connecting with a good connection. You feel what I'm saying? This goes back to, you know, I've, I've dealt with women who are, and this I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, and I don't mean this as a slight to them. I'm going to go ahead and put that disclaimer. They're still beautiful women. I was attracted to them. You feel what I'm saying? Very attractive women. We just didn't, we couldn't connect because 
where I was an entrepreneur. They were a wantrepreneur. They wanted all of the shit. They wanted the freedom of working for themselves and not doing all of this um, extraneous shit anymore. Unplugging from the matrix and shit like that. But they just wanted it. They didn't want to put the work in. We couldn't live together. Because my life is about being an entrepreneur. Living, my living situation is about being an entrepreneur. And I don't mean living situation. This is just the point of my house, my car, and all that shit. Like, I don't mean that. I mean living. How I am viably functioning in the world. Can you viably function with the motherfucker that you with? Now, if this just fucked up a whole bunch of relationships and, and, and motherfuckers, you really reevaluating if you... That's... I, I apologize. I did not mean to... In this... Look. If the shit... It, it won't working. It was already broke. Goddamn. But... But, but, good thing about it is you can start over. And then you can go through the steps and you can say, hmm, let's live together. Not be in the same house. Because this is where it becomes very, very fucked up. Because in living together or trying to live together, but you're cohabitating, you now create kids through the aspect of you cohabitating and not living together. Ooh. We call baby mamas and baby daddies crazy. I don't think that's truly the case. I think if we had children with motherfuckers we couldn't live with. And now the kids got to suffer for shit. Because they are now created in a circumstance that was coexisting or cohabitating. It was never living. So their viability is going to be off. But that's not here or there. That's a conversation down, down the line on its own. But you're living with this person. Can your goals, can your dreams. This is why I always say, when people ask me, what am I looking for in a woman? A woman, I say, there's three solid points that make a relationship work for me. Like mind, like body, like soul. And do you know how I was able to come up with that shit? By understanding that you got to go through the introduction, to the talking, to the dating, to the vibing, to the connecting, to the living. If we are at the point where we can live together, it is because we have like mind, like body, like soul. You feel what I mean? So when I go back to the sisters who turned out to be entrepreneurs as opposed, I'm like, yo, so I'm the type of motherfucker. Like, if you tell me, yo, I got this business plan, or I want to do it, go, let's, let's make it happen. Push it. It ain't that easy. You shitting me? Because <laughs> I do this shit. Like, you feel what I'm saying? I've done this shit several times over. You feel what I'm saying? But we get in our, our relationships. We got to ask ourselves, is the relationship that I'm in, is the relationship that I'm in, are we living together? Not, not occupying the same space together, coexisting together. Are we living? Is everything functional where both of our distinct missions for the world are coinciding with one another? If that answer is no, you're not living with that person. You're occupying the same space. You two are cohabitating, which now goes back into the difference between love and tolerance. Because if I'm cohabitating, I have to, there's certain shit I got to tolerate. You feel what I'm saying? But if I'm living with you, it's not shit I got to tolerate because we're not even on that type time. We are already mutually inclusive with one another to where it's like, this shit bothers you, so I know, this shit bothers me, so I know it's going to bother you, because we live together. Shit don't got to, you know, 
I dealt with a with a uh, a woman. This when I was in in college. College is different. It's a whole different time frame. You feel me? Certain shit you can get away with, but certain shit you just can't. You feel what I'm saying? This is one of those get away with it type shits that I just couldn't let get away. You feel what I'm saying? And it was like the way in which we kept our living space. I'm a very clean person. I was raised this way. Like shit can't get too cluttered for me before I got to make action with the shit. Even so much so that for me, dirty is like a couple pieces of clothes on the floor. And then it's like, yo, my shit is a mess. Like that's me. But her, on the other hand, wasn't the case. Again, please don't. This is me just giving an experience. This is not me badmouthing this person. Although our relationship was hell, I'm not badmouthing this person. You feel what I'm saying? Because I was still attracted to her. I fell in love with her. Like, I love this person. So that's not, I'm speaking on the clash of not being able to live together. I would sleep in her room almost every night. And it's just like, she wouldn't clean up. Which is so fucked up because when you sharing a room with a roommate and their side is clean, but your shit is trash. It's like, you know, it got to the point one day I just cleaned her whole room. I cleaned her whole side. And she was like, you clean? Yes, motherfucker. Like for her, she would only clean when we had room checks. My shit never got dirty. So I didn't give a fuck about a room check. You feel what I'm saying? But we couldn't live together. And I don't mean that from the physical aspect of cohabitating. I mean, literally our viable functioning points of life did not coincide with each other. So it's not living. You feel what I'm saying? It's not living. So after you connect, you have to see if you can live with that person. You feel what I'm saying? See if you can live with the person. And once you're able to live with that person, then you're like, okay, everything else will run smoothly. Everything else will run smoothly. Because it's going to. Because in living, you bring life. In living, you bring life. I know it's very, very simple. It's a very, very simple concept, but it's very, very difficult to achieve and understand. You feel me? Because now your ideals are the same. Your your goals are the same. Your, Your vision is the same for life. You feel what I'm saying? I was talking to a woman who one time, like, I have a set amount of, my beliefs are different from a lot of people's. You feel what I'm saying? And I'm stringent in my beliefs because I don't consider them beliefs. I consider them understanding. Like, technically, I don't believe in shit, but I reach a point of understanding where I, I can either accept it or refute it. I refute a lot of the shit that a lot of people believe in. You feel me? That doesn't make them bad people. It doesn't make me a bad person. You feel what I'm saying? I just reached a level of understanding where I said, hmm, this doesn't work for me. Hmm. Reject it, refute it. I, I, that's that's it. Like you know, what I'm saying it's not attacking it or anything like that. But I dealt with this woman who my my understanding and my belief system wasn't what hers was. And I told a homie this. She was like, "Do you think you can be in a relationship with a religious person?" No, I can't. I know that I can't. And I tried it, and I, I had just validated for myself, but. She was like, so then I heard people say, yeah, you can, you can do it. You can be with somebody else, but somebody's going to pick a side. Then that means we can't do the shit, motherfucker. Like, the fuck? 
Like they like the person, like they made the post on, I think it was on Facebook. And they wanted to see what, you know, my thoughts were. They tagged me in the shit. And it was like, yo, what you think about this? So I'm reading the comments and motherfuckers like, yeah, you, a religious person can be with a non-spiritual person or atheist or whatever the case may be, but there's gonna come a point where you're gonna accept my then that's not living to that's not that that shit don't work. That doesn't mean that you that means that you don't accept that person or you don't accept their beliefs. So my thing was in that connection, I tried it. I was like, this ain't gonna work, but you know. So I was so strong in mind. That's that's I'm gonna do a podcast on this on belief, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. So I understand the shit that I be doing. That's why I can accept it, refute it. But I deal with people who believe it and they think belief and understanding have a similar power. They don't. They have a different, way different weight. And believing in something is just you, you just accept it. I've gone through all of the processes to say, okay, I can't fuck with this. I can't. So we're having this conversation. And she says, if we have children, I want them to take your belief system. Why? She said, because you can articulate yours better than I can articulate mine. Ah, eh, eh, that's a problem. That means you don't even trust your own shit. You, I'm like, yo, you don't even trust the shit you follow. I said, what do you think that's going to do in the long run? I'm, I'm big on principles. If you read So Frail, you know that when it comes to me and understanding masculinity, I'm big on principles. Fuck a detail. I'm big on a principle. I don't give a fuck how you sugarcoat it. The principle is what stands to me. So she's like, you can articulate your beliefs and your vision better than I can articulate mine. So I will want our kids, if we had them, to go down that route. Mm-mm. No, that means that no, 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 no. That means you're giving up everything that is you. How, how secure in yourself can you really be if you're willing to give up something as strong as your beliefs? You feel what I'm saying? This is why I'm like, yo, you got to be able to live together. Our, 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 our viable points of life, what makes us function in life has to coincide. You feel what I'm saying? Has to coincide. So if that shit ain't coinciding, it's going to clash. You feel me? It's going to clash. And then when it clashes and children are brought into the shit, that's a whole different dynamic and a whole different ballgame. Because now you're creating a being with two different, again, that's a different topic right now. I'm still sticking on relationships. We ain't even got to having kids yet. Like I said, we're not even talking about fucking yet. But if we're living together, right? I mean, truly living, then everything should be synonymous. So when this person was, I'm like, yo, I can't. And and at that point, I started to realize I can't fuck with you. She was on some, what you mean? Like, I'm like, yo, you're willing to give up what you stand on. You know, and and it, it took me back to the phrase, if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. And if what you say you stand for the most, you're willing to let that shit go. Now, granted. I'm the type of motherfucker, it's, it's a bittersweet thing. I'm the type of motherfucker that'll lead you to certain information, let you develop your own understanding for it, and then get mad if you change your mind. Because my intent wasn't to change your mind. My intent was to show you my side and why I fucks with this shit. And if you say, you know what, I denounce it, I give up all of that shit, I can't fuck with you. I can't fuck with you. Simply because you will change your mind to anything. Anything that can stand above what you believe. That's why I've been telling people, knowledge is power. And he who had he or she who has more knowledge has the power over you. Get that shit clear. 
I know so much and I learned so much about this world because I don't want anybody to have power over me. And in that same aspect, I don't try to exert my power because I understand my power. So I'd be like, yo, here, bro, look, sis, be powerful. Be powerful too. You feel what I'm saying? But it's like when you operate from a realm of belief, you take on whatever it is that, you know, you, you take on whatever. You don't care. You just do it. It's Nike. You feel what I mean? So that is one of the quintessential pieces because that's why a lot of relationships falter because we can't live together. Well, the relationship was fucked up from the introduction, but the real breakdown is the living part. Our ideals, our intangibles, our unknown unknowns, our, our shadow side. That Can we live and co- can we live with that or do we just coexist and tolerate? Mm-mm. I can't coexist and tolerate because I have to live with it. I have to live with it every day. Every day. It has to be able to produce fruit for me. My connection with you every single day has to be fruitful. You feel what I mean? We use this term loosely. You know, we tell people we appreciate them. But do we really? Now, we've gotten used to the point of appreciation, meaning that, you know, oh, I value what you brought to me and I appreciate everything that you do for me. But do we really appreciate the shit? Because appreciation means something goes up in value. Ah, relate this shit to money. You can relate this shit to stocks, currency, but an appreciated asset. Appreciated value means that it has gone up in value. Just telling me that you appreciate me is one thing, but do you make me better? Because that shows me that you really appreciate me. I know, I just fucked a lot of shit up with that one. But, it's tea hitting. The, the motherfucking reality to the shit is that we have reached a point where we just, like, we don't appreciate the people in our relationships. Look, here's another point. Like, certain words are crazy how we use them in, in, uh, in relationships. We use the word interest when we're interested in somebody. Interest, interest means that something has a gaining point in it. I have interest in you. So, in having interest in you, I also appreciate you. I should be making your value go up as a person. So, when we're living together, you should be getting better, not worse. See, that takes, that's, that's the part of the relationship that people don't want to fuck with. The part I got to do to make you better. Not the part that you got to do to keep me at the, no. The part that we collectively have to do together to make one another better. That's when we're living together because we can appreciate ourselves in a relationship. You feel what I'm saying? That shit's real. So now when I know that we can live together and I know that, I know that we're connecting. I know that we have a good vibe. I know that it, like all of the shit has led up to this point. Now, and this is why relationships don't work. And this is why women be so mad at men and they be trying to put pressure on us and shit. We get the shit. Not on any funny shit. We get the shit. We skip all the steps, but we get this motherfucking point right here. Commitment. Commitment. Commitment comes after I know I can live with you. I can commit, I can come, I will commit to you when I know that I can live with you. If our connection started from the introduction and it was never on any real shit because we had to masquerade and we had to do and we had to rush so much shit. We fucked from the first time or whatever the case may be. I'm not knocking. Like Miguel said, I ain't judging if you do decide that you might be fucking tonight. So what? Let that be that case. But don't try to build a relationship on that shit. You're not getting commitment out of that. You skip the levels. You skip the levels and shit. 
You feel what I'm saying? Until I know I can live with you, then I can commit. And I'm not talking about just operating from, from us living together, being in the same house and cohabitating. I mean living in the sense that the connection between us, the viability between our individual lives harmonizes to create a synchronized life that is fruitful in reality. That's living. That's living with the motherfucker. I will commit to that. I can commit to you at that point. I can commit to you at that point. It ain't got shit to do with your past. It ain't got shit. It got to be, can I live with you? Can I live with you? And that's why it's very important. Like I talked about it in trauma bonds. That's why trauma bonds are so fucking toxic and bad because we're committing to someone's like people have to stay in a trauma bond. You feel what I'm saying? There's no life in a trauma bond. Think about it. Trauma brings pain. <laughs> pain brings death. There's no life. There's no, you're dying in a relationship. You're dying in a relationship. Like, how many relationships have we been in where we died? Where we were dying? We were dying together. That's some amazing shit. Because if the solid, the positive side of the relationship is living together, then the negative side, the default, has to be dying together. Are the reason why our relationships fail and the reason why they're so bad? Because we die together. I don't mean the finite end to blow your, you know what I mean? I don't mean that shit. I mean dying as in the opposition, which means that if I just, how I just defined it as living is us coming together to create a fruitful experience, then dying is us coming together to create a fruitless experience. And if that's what our relationships end up as, the fuck is happening to us? You feel what I mean? And so now we add the point in at the, this is why I said at these points after connecting, living and the commitment. See, the commitment is so fucking potent because it's like I have no reason to reject the commitment from you. The trust is going to be there. Again, another term that is equated to money and value that is also equated to relationship. Go fucking figure. Trust. I have to build trust in you. A trust fund over the long term generates more. It generates more value. It appreciates. The interest rises. The, everybody want to talk about money, but nobody want to talk about money. You feel me? But what I'm, what I'm getting at is that when I know all of these factors have played their role, this is what courting is. Courting is when the introduction, the talking, the dating, the vibing, the connecting, the living all lead up to the commitment. Then I'm with you because I know everything we bring into this world together is going to be fruitful. Our children, our businesses, our home, everything is going to be fruitful. But if my shit is fucked up, I'm not going to be living with you. I will be dying with you. And we, we look at why men can't like why people don't commit is because we subconsciously know we're dying right now. I'm not committing to death. I'm not committing to death in a relationship. I'm going to commit to life in a relationship. I'm going to commit to living. I'm not going to commit to dying. Think about that shit. You know how many that we talk about the relationships that lasted 30, 40, 50 years. What if they were dying the whole fucking time? 
damn. Shit make you say, whoop, whoop. Shit. <laughs> like, that's what we commit to. That's what we desire to commit to. Because again, now it goes back into the root of love being tolerance and not the power it's supposed to be. Because with love comes correction. See, with love comes correction. And if we're living together and I'm committed to you and I'm truly loving you, I should correct you. I should correct, correct the things that are not bringing fruit to our relationship. Not tolerate them. I should correct them. And a part of that correction is getting the fuck out. You feel me? If you got to. You dig what I mean? But we've, we've crossed that line. You feel what I'm saying? So it's, it's until these points have been made, the connection, the living, and then the commitment, then you can start fucking. I feel you can start fucking exclusively with this person. But like I said, we'd be fucking after the introduction. You had me from hello. <laughs> I've had many a women from hello and many a women have had me from hello. It's it's like, eh. <laughs> it's not, it's, and there was, there's no fruit there. There's no fruit. This shit is deeper than just, you know, and then it's like, at that point from the commitment, then you build on the relationship. Like, mind you, I know this shit seemed like a lot, but from the intro to the commitment, you know, the relationship hasn't even been established yet. Yeah, it's heavy, right? It's heavy. So that, <laughs> that's the process, bro, sis, to get in the relationship the right way. That's how relationships start. I need to know that I can live with you before I can commit with you. But see, women have been conditioned to be pursued. So they assume They've already made the connection that the pursuit is the commitment. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. As men, we have been taught to be the pursuers, the hunters. You know, we we do the pursuing. So we think the sole fact that the pursuing is there, that we, that's our commitment. My commitment to you is that I, and we dishonor that commitment. Like after we, after the chase. You dig what I mean? If I'm going to keep it 100 and stick with the metaphor of pursuit, let's keep it a bean. Um, when a lion, a cheetah, whatever, it hunts its antelope, gazelle, or whatnot, after it eats that motherfucker, that's it. I, I caught you. My commitment is to catch you. Your commitment is to be caught. I know it seems so 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 morbid when you put it like that. It seems so 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 fucked up. But that's what happens. That's how relationships are, have been set up. This is why when you get into those positions of, you know, women have to submit, men get with younger women, because all of that shit plays into a factor to make the pursuit easier. Men can't, like, we're not going to pursue, and I don't just mean physically younger. That's fucked up in its own, but mentally and spiritually younger, too. You feel me? So when you're, it's easier to catch something that's not as experienced as you are. It's not, it's, it's, it's by design, man. It's by design because our relationships, like, you should be able to balance with somebody that's your equal, your age and shit like that. It's, it's logical. It's logical. But sometimes we don't do that because of the way the pursuits and shit happens.
So when it's all said and done, like you can't commit to that person. When you're based off of like, this is why it's very important that women need to break the narrative that they don't need to also pursue men. I'm not saying go chase them and be a pick me and be a gaudy, all that shit, bust a wide open for a month. Like, no, we don't want that shit either. And men, I'm not saying, you know, just any woman that comes on to you, give her. No, you don't have to give her a chance. But at the same time, don't assume that every woman that's coming on to you on that type time is, oh, nah, I don't like a woman like that. Me personally, I don't like women who chase me. But I like women who engage with me back, like equal pursuit and equal choosing. You feel me? It's not fair. Like if if I've already set this this standard to be, quote unquote, the man and I've, I've worked to be the man that women want. Okay, that's what we do. That's what we're taught to do. Be the man that all women want. All right. So if I've already worked to this point, the fuck? <laughs> My my selection is broad. But see, now the women not have to fight for that. Either fight for that or settle. And that's not what the reality should be. It should be mutually inclusive. Like I should be your power and my power resonate and now it comes together. You dig what I mean? It comes together. And that is what we have to work with. That is how we start a relationship. That is how we get heavily involved into committed relationships and being able to commit with one another. My sisters, I don't give a fuck if y'all been together a thousand years. If if all of this shit don't play out, he ain't gonna commit to you. My brothers, if all it like I don't like and, and it's not about wasting time. See that's what we get this fucked up thing about time when we haven't even put in the effort to make the time fruitful. It's not about time, it's about experience. Oh, we've been together for two years, two and a half years, and he ain't proposed yet. <laughs> what if that motherfucker is still in the dating phase? And he's put in the, see, that's the thing. As men, I'm gonna I'm 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 start to wrap this up now, because it is getting long. As men, you feel what I'm saying? We're taught that we have to win the woman over and then she follows suit. At what point do women equally operate with us in relationships? They don't. We have to get through the checklist, pass all the credentials, pass all of that shit before a woman says, okay, now I'll be open with you. By then we don't lost interest. I didn't win a lost interest. You feel me? I was in a relationship I was manipulated into, Loki, because I had started loving this person probably like, I don't know, we was, we, like I said, we spent so much time together. I, was probably, I probably started loving this person about seven months in or some shit like that. So I told her, yo, I love you. You feel me? She said it back. I'm thinking it's mutual. Like a year and a year and some change in. She tells me, I'm ready to love you all the way. Wait, what? So you want, well, I had to know that you were really for, I put a year of time into this shit. A hundred percent. I gave a hundred percent and you didn't. 
I gave 100% and you didn't. I'm going to say that one more time for the sisters in the back. 100% and you didn't. The reason why I'm saying that and I'm directing that towards you is because when you say that a man lost interest, when you say that we're not, sometimes we lose interest because we put in so much and we got nothing back. All right. And for that very reason, it's why it kind of fucks up for the next woman, because I'm not putting that much in if she's not giving me anything. But when women already have this set standard that he has to put in to show me, like that's what I'm saying. The pursuit is us giving 100% to be chosen. Then we get 100% back. That's a fucked up investment. So if I've already gone 30, 40% and I still, oh, you ain't giving me shit yet. I'm out. I'm not going to deplete myself first to be compensated later. You dig what I mean? So that is a reality to it. Sometimes we're not interested and we lose that interest because you didn't keep that interest in us. You feel what I'm saying? And then sometimes we just didn't give a fuck from the jump and you just had to see that shit too. It's a double-edged sword. It's a double-edged sword. You get stabbed all the fucking time, you know? But if we set the standards through what we operate from, you know, we have our introduction correctly. We have the talking phase. We date correctly. We vibe correctly. We connect. We live. Then we commit to each other. Relationships would be bomb. They'd be banging and shit. But we got to have patience. We got to have time. And we got to put in the experience. It's not about the time. It's about the experience with the person that truly connects. You know what I mean? And don't forget to take a moment to go get your exclusive merchandise from Just Scenes Merch. At Just Scenes, each piece is specifically crafted with positive imagery and symbolism. From the titles and designs to the descriptions, each style gives you something to feel great about. With everything from hoodies and tees to coffee mugs and tote bags, we have something for the entire family. So be sure to get yours today. Find us on Instagram at Just Scenes Merch and get your merchandise right now. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's uh, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this up. This was a long one because this was a lot of information that I just downloaded from the universe that somebody needed to hear this shit. I don't know who, but like usually these shits ain't this long, but whoever needed to hear this shit. Yo, bruh, sis, whoever, it might even be me, but whoever really needed to hear this shit, I hope you paid the fuck attention. For real, for real. Shit. Cause I this shit won't supposed to be this long. I got shit to do. Side gone bullshit. I fucks with y'all, man. I love y'all. But yeah, this is how relationships are to start. This is what it takes to start a relationship. To start a fruitful relationship that builds and lasts till death do you part. You feel me? That's a fuck. Like, I feel like purposely, like, based off of all of that I just said, I feel like a divorce can happen at any given time then. Because if we're connecting and our relationship is dying, death parted us a long time ago. Shit. <laughs> oh my goodness. Damn. Nah, that's fucked up. Because I don't, I don't, like, if you've had a, I, I, seriously, if you've had a divorce and it went sour and shit like that, I, I am not making light of the situation. In any way, shape, or form. That is a very, I guess, traumatic experience. I've never been divorced, but I've been through traumatic breakups. And I know the divorce carries something totally different because, you know, y'all got married under whoever and shit. But um, 
when it comes to our relationships, they got to be built this way. They got to be built this way. You, you dig what I'm saying? They have to be built this way. Because if not, what's going to happen is everything's going to suffer. We're going to suffer on the inside, which is going to make our children suffer on the inside, which is going to make every other thing that we're creating in this world suffer. It's going to be fruitless. It's not going to have anything to it. Your relationship is designed to, it's a ship, right? But if you're appreciating that person, you should be making them better. You dig what I mean? If you have interest in that person, that interest should gain value. If you're building trust in that person, that trust should lead to a greater amount of value down the line. You feel what I mean? Sometimes we don't have trust in people. Sometimes we don't really trust people. We just have faith in them. And faith is fucked up. Faith and fear are literally the same thing. But faith is going towards something you have no knowledge about. So we give people equate, quote unquote, the benefit of the doubt. I ain't giving you the benefit of the doubt of shit. If you don't fit in a, a reality that's going to make my life fruitful, because I'm already making it fruitful on my own. And if you're going to bring fruitless shit, stay your fruitless ass away from me. The fuck? <laughs> but nah. Our relationships are always going to suffer until we break this mentality in them. You feel me? They got to be more than procreation. They got to be about more than, than looking good on somebody's arm. You feel what I mean? got to be more than that. And until they're more than that, they're going to suffer. And our connection, our initial start has to be powerful. It has to be strong and it has to be viable. We have to make sure that we're being real with the people that we're with and able to be real with them. But that comes from being real with yourself. Go back to my um, episode on chakras if you need to touch up and to get in on that personal identity shit. You feel me? Because like I said, after personal identity, then you have the heart chakra, which is where love sits. <laughs> you feel what I mean? That's an energy in its own. Love ain't a feeling, it's a power. And if the goal of relationships is to be in love with somebody, you know what I mean? Not intolerance, but love. You feel me? You can't hurt who you really love. You can't hurt what you love. You feel me? You shouldn't. You can correct it, but you can't hurt it. You feel me? But that's that's the process, yo. That's the process. And I know the next conversation is probably going to be, you know, some shit like, well, you're still single. Yeah, I am still single. The fuck? I know what the fucking relationship is. I know what standard I have for a fucking relationship. I ain't got that yet. You feel me? I ain't got that yet. I got the patience to teach you, motherfucker, but some motherfuckers ain't got the patience to learn. You feel me? Cause they be on some shit like I know. I come all the dudes that I was with in my past. They keep saying they keep coming back to about the best they ever had. And but you gotta understand, like that is something that people do. Like I've been on the other side of that where I'm like, yo, women, you know, have told me they didn't deserve a man like me, and blah 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 blah. And you know, women have told me, you know, that <clears throat> they were in relationships where the dude comes back and everything like that. But you gotta realize. That there's going to come a point where you're no longer the strongest point in that relationship. 
you got to break that mentality of being so used to being the motherfucker who was running the shit and holding that you might not be that shit in the next one. You feel what I mean? Let that guard down. Like you, you, you know what I mean? Let that ego down that you're the, the Don Dada. Cause you might not be, <laughs> that ain't make sense, but I just feel like saying it, the shit flow. So take that time to, if, if you're single, you gotta, you can start fresh. If you're in a relationship, don't end that shit and then blame me. I'm real good with her because you said this, this, and this, and this is how we built. I'm real good with him because you said this, this, and this, and this is how we built. All right, if you can identify that that's how you built, go back and start from scratch and fix it. Like, literally start over. Motherfuckers do this shit all the time. People get married and they're like, yo, we got to renew our vows. Why do you think they got to renew their vows? They realize somewhere down the line they fucked up. Something went wrong. They got to renew the vows because now they have to remarry as the people that they're supposed to be. You feel me? Hovind B had to do that shit. You feel me? Now, I don't know celebrity worship shit because I know how y'all get. But I'm just saying, like, that's that was the conversation they put out there. You know what I'm saying? He was like, yo, I fucked up the first one. And I realized that I got who who I was when I like I wasn't that wasn't me. So we had to go back and start over like we had to. You know, what I mean, and that's OK. You got to go from, you got to court again. From the introduction to the being able to talk to like, because we change, we evolve. We, we constantly go through these different things and these changes and shit. And this is what it's supposed to be. You do what I mean? So don't, don't end a relationship if this sparks some shit that made you think, oh shit, we dying together. Mm-mm, start living. Change that shit. Sit down. Like if you need like, if you need therapy to get your shit straight, use that. But at the same time, y'all need to be ther- therapizing. That ain't a word, but I'm gonna use it today. Y'all gonna be y'all need to be therapizing each other. <laughs> you feel me? Y'all need to be therapizing each other. Shit, I'm gonna be using that shit forever now. <laughs> y'all need to be therapizing each other. Cause y'all need to be able to communicate. This is why you need a third party. This is why you need that middle ground because you don't know how to communicate with each other. And then even with that person, you can't be 100% open with that third party because you don't know them, which is more fucked up because how well do you two know each other to where you need a third party to interpret the shit before y'all? Y'all communication barrier is fucked up. The communication neither is neither being sent or received correctly. And then you're going to a motherfucker that knows neither one of y'all to solve the problem. So how well do y'all really know each other? You feel me? But I think we need, if we can break down that image of, I had to put up this front from the introduction. And now I have to wear this mask off. Fuck that. I took my mask off from the jump. You know who the fuck I am from the beginning. I smoke. I drink. I'm supposed to stop, but I can't. Nah, I'm bullshit. I'm bullshit. But like, you feel me? Everything that I am, I show you up front. Don't tolerate it. Because if it doesn't change... Don't be that way. You feel me? Don't be like, oh, you promised you was going. I'm not promising you shit. I'm going to work towards being the best me. But certain shit is just, it's going to be certain shit. So don't tolerate it. You feel me? Don't tolerate it. Know that, okay, I have to make the choice. And I have to equally, you know, 
balance this shit. And so we connect with things that we equally mesh with. And that's how our relationships need to be built. But again, this is already long as fuck because I know somebody needed to hear this shit. I don't know who it is. But tap your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor. It's the right way to start. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. No more jokes. No more jokes. No more fuck with y'all. I'm, I'm, I need to get out of here because I'm hungry and shit. All right. But um, with that being said, be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore just underscore scene underscore. Be sure to follow the podcast at the Just Scene Podcast. Be sure to follow the merchandise page because I got some new designs coming out. Y'all might want to go check that out. Um, just Scene's merch. Uh, if you're trying to transition into the plant-based lifestyle, look up the 90 Day Vegan course on Instagram. Also, you can check out my book, Hitting the Raw, Living the Raw Plant-Based Lifestyle for Life. Uh, get my books, So Frail of Reality to Black Male Masculinity and So Frail to uh, Toxic Femininity. And I also accept donations and tips. So, you know, if you are looking to do so, all of that is in the description of your podcast, my PayPal, my Cash App. Um, and if you're looking to sponsor the podcast, you can also visit the main platform of Anchor um, to support. Um, yeah, man, I just want relationships to be right because I feel like this. My thing is this. I'm really going in with this. Shit. My thing is this. I know that I'm going to have children, daughters, sons. I know I'm going to have at least a daughter, but daughters and sons, Right. When it comes time for them to have relationships, they need to know what the fuck it is. You feel what I mean? I may not reach everybody with this shit, I know, but at the end of the day, I never know who, like, if I can instill this shit in my child and teach them the way I wasn't taught. Like, none of us were really taught what a relationship was or how to successfully get into one. You feel what I'm saying? But if I can show them, you can at least we can at least alleviate some damage that is happening within our lineages. You feel what I'm saying? And a lot of the damage comes because we're creating trauma bonds based off of how we think a relationship is built off a trauma bond. And it's not. Trauma bonds build trauma. The fuck? <laughs> but that's, you know, that's life. That's what it is. So as always, love yourself. Go kiss your babies and make sure they eat their vegetables. Uh, peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. That didn't even flow right. Love your babies. Go eat. Go, love your babies. Kiss on your babies. Uh, make sure they eat some vegetables. You eat some motherfucking vegetables and drink some water. And I see y'all on the next one. Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. Yeah, that sounds better. I'm out. <laughs>